Fake Radio. It's December 3rd, I think. It's Monday. It's the first John Boy and Jake ever in the history of all Decembers in the history of all time. And that was Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons with December 1963. Frankie Valley's from Newark, New Jersey. Went from Frankie Blue Eyes, Newark, New Jersey, that's Sinatra, to Frankie Valley, Newark, New Jersey, to Artie Lang, Newark, New Jersey. Three very important musicians of their time, and uh, that's how the show starts. Jake, how you doing? That, how ahead of its time was that song? You think it was ahead of its time? I think so. Why's that? Well, when did that song come out? After 1963. Right. <laughs> But I mean, Frankie Valley's a guy that you you hear, and you think like '50s, '60s almost. And that song has like a late '70s vibe to it. I feel no. It could have been. Uh, let me let me find out. December 1963. Wiki. Here we go. It came mm-hmm. out in 1975. Okay, then no, I've just I have Frankie Valley living in the wrong time period, so problem solved. Well, he started in 1953, his career. Okay, so this is an old hip Frankie Valley letting it rip. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, I get down with that. The song was originally supposed to be about 1933 and when they repealed uh the alcohol. Okay. But they were like, nah, let's make it about losing your virginity. So it's our second yeah. song about losing virginity in two weeks. How about that? Last Trying one was White Houses. Something? Yeah, what's how does this how does your first time compare to Frankie Valley here? We got um Oh What a Night. You know, I didn't even know her name, but I was never gonna be the same. What a lady, what a night. I got a funny feeling when she walked in the room. Oh my, as I recall, it ended much too soon. <laughs> I get I got a funny feeling when she walked by. It's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, a low-key good line. Uh, yeah, it's like he took the words out of my mouth. I was going to say if, um, you know, back in my theatrics days, in yeah. fifth grade or so, mm-hmm. I like to think I would have been a pretty good Frankie Valley. Okay. You think you could pull off the hair? Uh, yeah. You have his voice structure. Okay. He's a head singer, and right. you're, you're a head talker. Right. So there you go. Oh, what a night. Yeah, you got it. Crushing it. Even know my, but I don't know. He's a little guy. I'd probably have to lose a couple pounds for the part. Oh, yeah. But, 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 but I mean, he was on. He's eccentric. He was on uppers all the time. You know, once you'd get that money to be on the drugs, you'd lose the weight and you'd have the energy. Right. It's, so, all, it's all about getting into Hollywood. Then they give you the drugs, and then you become perfect. Have I my my Hollywood stand up is so I think in Hollywood, like if you get a certain level of fame. So like if you if you're teetering, mm-hmm. like on being real famous, like rock famous, like that's the scary area. If if you're in the middle area before you get real big, like that's when the drugs are gonna kick in. That's and that's like when you die, and it's like, oh wow, they died way too soon. But if you get past that, then you start getting all the stuff that makes you live forever. Look at Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart's like first stand up was 20 years ago. He was like middle aged and out of shape. Now Kevin Hart is like roped up in like. If if you just looked at his body, you'd think he was like a college football player. Kevin Hart's first stand-up couldn't have been when he was middle-aged. What's that? How old's Kevin? How old's Kevin Hart? He's got to be in his forties now, mid forties. Yeah, I would guess mid forties. Okay. Let's see. He was born in seventy-six, thirty-nine. Which means his first stand-up couldn't have been twenty years ago, and he was middle-aged. Well, that's what I'm saying. But he didn't look flashy. Oh, I see. Um, like, and I when I say flashy, I don't even mean like chains and stuff like that. I just mean, um, cut like up. His body just wasn't there. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Man. All right, we got to do something important, Jake. We have the November okay. one-off T-shirt prize. Okay. Right? So if you left a review in November, you are eligible to win a one-of-a-kind John Boy and Jake Radio T-shirt. I spent some time making some fun designs the other day. I have two. Um, here are our contestants. Joey Yankee, Austin85, Slim Shady, Pleaser, Will Jackson, Brady Everton, Aaron from Israel, Always Apropos, 33Golfer, AMR Heim, Big Nasty, Triangle Hold, Peony Planter, and Mark Ingram fan. Now I have them all on a wheel. I'm going to spin the wheel, and that person wins. All right? Okay. Let's spin the wheel. Are you rooting for anyone? I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for the ball. And the winner is 33 golfer, Jordan Gag. He deserves it. Probably written in the most questions and uh, weekends and all that. So, uh, Jordan, you just won the free shirt. I think I probably already have your address from other shirts you've ordered. But get in touch and tell me the size T-shirt you want. And uh, in October, I mean, that's backwards. In the next month, that's, why would I say October? You went back in time. Yeah, I went back. I went back. I went from November to October. But in in De- in January, that's the next one. That's the next. No, one. No, fucking December. In December, we were December. at the end of December. We will do the same. So over the course of time, leave a review, edit your review so it says December, and you'll be in the running for the next one-off T-shirt. Whoo, whoo! A lot of mistakes. Monday morning. How's your Monday morning been? You told me you were going to tell me on air. Someone's got a case of the Mondays, huh? No, I like Mondays. Um, yeah. So I, I, you know, wake up, and and you and I have a funny thing going right now. That what what we're doing, you know, is work, but it's uh, from the outside. It's not always viewed as it. I don't know. How would you say it? Like physical labor, or actually like commuting to work. Like technically, right now, I commute from my bed to my living room. And I set up shop, and we we start doing all all the stuff we do. Um, So I I think it's been said on here, but I normally take the dog out at night, and the lady takes the dog out in the morning because she doesn't, at night, she's, you know, she's a girl. She's getting sleepy. She doesn't want to go outside in the cold. All right, I'll do that. If you want to be the morning crew in the, you know, go get it in the morning, knock yourself out. So, you know, I, I have no obligation in the morning. So it's wake up. Set up, do do some sports research, research, <laughs> um, and uh, so I start doing that, and uh, you know she she gives me the like sad look, and she's like, "Hey, do you think you could run run downstairs and and get get some get get me some tea? That would be really helpful." <laughs> and like so, there's there's a coffee and tea machine, and it's okay, like yeah, I can do that, but like. It, there's like a morning rush. There's like two coffee and tea machines in our building. And so like this is prime time because people are leaving for work. So now I'm like in line to get coffee and tea. So I do that. And then I come upstairs and I was going to have a bite before we record. And so la- we did we did like meal prep yesterday. We, d- we had like a real person's weekend, which I, I part of it I liked, part of it I hated. But she made this, like, breakfast quiche thing that's supposed to get us through, like, a chunk of the week. And so I was going to have a slice of that. So now she yells at me for getting one of those because we've been talking about trying intermittent fasting. It's one of the, one of the new dieting things. And she was like, oh, I, I thought we were going to try doing this this week. And I was like, yes, I had told her I like to eat when I wake up. I'm... Like, I like to eat dinner. I'm an old Italian guy. I like to eat dinner at 5, 5.30. So, like, my my eating time would be, like, 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. But she likes to eat dinner late. So, in the course, it trying to help her out in the course of 10 minutes that delays my work day, I get yelled at for breaking a diet I didn't agree to. <laughs> And then the tea she wanted wasn't there, so then I got yelled at for that. It's like, what am I? S- well, hey, yeah, you got classic trap, man. It's a trap. It's a trap. It's 
I went so, to the store the other day to get a hundred grand, and they were out of one hundred grand. So I bought Take Five because that's the closest thing to a hundred grand bar. It's just right. with some peanut butter. No go. But nope. but I was like, this is fantastic. She's gonna, she's not gonna want this Take Five bar, even though it is the closest alternative to a hundred grand bar. And I love Take Five bars, so I'm she's right. gonna hand it to me. Win win win. It's fantastic for me. You know what happened to me last night? You had a winning story. You Whoa. you 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 said you were tr- you were coming in with empathy. You got a free candy bar. You got to learn how to play these play these games with the girls right now. What would you have done here? What? Okay, play the game with me. I just told you the story. So they didn't have the tea she liked. So you got another tea. Yep. I just say sorry. Here's your tea. Yeah, I did that. Yeah. Same story. Yeah. Different mindset. I don't. I wouldn't care. I would. Oh, then drink the tea. Get it. Get the flavor that you know you're gonna like. So she, when she rejects, I don't like it, tea. I got to drink for myself. There you go. Your t- your story's fine. Then I don't understand. <laughs> Goon. <laughs> That's a normal interaction. It's how girls operate. Yeah. They have like the most particular craving, and like they won't. They'd rather not eat at all or drink at all than do something a little askew from that very particular craving. Sure. Whatever. Uh, I had bad dreams, Jake. Okay. And when you're a little kid, I think it's for like acne and bad dreams. You're like adults don't have those. Right. And then here I am like waking up in the middle of the night because planes were crashing on the beach in front of me and I was dodging shrapnel and there were all these FedEx planes crashing. And I was like, what the fuck? Abort sleep. And then I just. They were all FedEx? Yeah. All FedEx planes. Scary. And like the beach didn't know, like, is this an attack or is FedEx like having trouble? Right. And then I had my other classic dream where we're going on an overpass to get on the highway, like a fly ramp. Sure. And the car just completely goes straight and flips over and we fall to our death. That's a very common dream I have. Right. Whatever. Whatever. When you're an adult, bad. You wake dr- up before you die, though. No. That's impossible. That's Literally what that's dream what people say. You can't do that. <laughs> so I'm just no, telling you. No, there's no studies on dreams. I die in my dreams all the time. So does my mom. OK, that's like that's just like a thing they say. You can't die in your dreams again. Been to my own funeral. Sucked. Uh, let's go into the sports. So many sports this week. And it's a lot of sports. <laughs> For local news, the Rangers have now lost three games in a row to the to three Canadian teams. But don't worry, the next five games come against warm weather states, so science says they should rebound just fine. Jake's UConn Huskies lost a close game to the Arizona Wildcats, but they also landed top recruit a cock a cock, which is the very same thing the old man with binoculars screamed when Jake streaked a middle school graduation back in two thousand and two. Or 2004. Our CCSU basketball team came down with the flu, which led to the walk-ons and equipment managers suiting up and getting trounced by 13th-ranked Virginia Tech, 94-40. Yikes. Hope they all get better. The Knicks are on a nice three-game losing streak. The Jets lost to the Titans, and the Giants beat the Bears in a crazy overtime game that included a ton of interceptions, a crazy pinned punt, and two touchdown passes thrown from wide receivers. What's your biggest story from uh, the local news? I graduated middle school in 2003. Oh, so, so it was 2006 when you streaked? Oh, 07. Oh, 07. Okay. So just getting your years right. Yeah, I knew, um, I knew I had it wrong. I was just trying to throw it out there real quick. That's all right. I'm proud of you. Um, I, I think we should start with the Giants because that's what the humans want to hear. Although... You know, your CCSU flu equipment manager's theory is interesting. Uh, it was terrible, man. Bunch of bunch of walk-ons having to play 13th-ranked Virginia Tech. If the, if the regular guys were out there, it wouldn't have been a much closer game, for sure. The Giants beat the Bears in a crazy game. Right. Just an insane game. It was kind of fun, man. Uh, it had, had everything you wanted. At one point, I said... As a Giants fan, I've already accepted 
the tank, you know, a couple right. week, a couple weeks ago when they started trading guys, I was like, okay, uh, I accept the tank. So I didn't. Otherwise, it would have been agony when the Bears tied it up to, to put it into overtime. But instead, it was just kind of fun. It was like, ha, this is crazy. What's happening? And then they win, which is nice. But there's just a lot of crazy plays. Like the first, second play of the game was a pick six. Where uh, Chase Daniel threw it right to Ogletree. Ogletree had another nice interception. We had Odell through for a touchdown, which was a pretty cool play. Had a touchdown catch. I said that you should have tried to run him in. Barkley had a crazy run to end the first half. I don't know if you saw highlights or you watched, um, but it was just a nuts game, dude. Yeah, it's it's always cool when you see there's very few players that can, like that run Barkley had when guys start going the wrong way up the field, but they're still totally in control. Mm-hmm. Like there's all there's always like two or three guys in the league, and they're not always like skilled players like it used to be Devin Hester or like someone like that like right now it's basically Tyreek Hill and Barkley are just (laughs) insane uh yeah Jim you're G-man starting a new undefeated season yeah I made a new plan because the eight and no plans out right did you see my new plan no we're just gonna copy the 2010 Seahawks where the Giants are gonna get into the playoffs at seven and nine Cowboys will lose out that that leaves wiggle room for the Giants to lose another game Right. We can lose to Tennessee and then just win the rest. Just got to beat Dallas. What well, Giants will get into the playoffs at 7 and 9, much like the Seahawks got in at 7 9 2010. Barkley's going to have a beast mode run a la Marshawn Lynch. Saints Saints game wild card. They'll okay. go to the second round of the playoffs. They'll get a terrible draft pick. Um but maybe they'll pick up Richard Sherman in like the 6th round. That would be great. And then eventually you'll get a quarterback, and four years after, they'll win the Super Bowl. It's just magic. It's a four-year plan, which starts today with them going 7-9 uh, and nine in the playoffs. It's uh, it's crazy, man. You, uh, I, I don't know, and this is part of the, the fun of football, but this, this giant season would, would look a lot better if, A, uh, Graham Gano didn't hit that 63-yarder to win it at for the Panthers. They had two of those. Yeah, and then you you start doing that game, and you go <laughs> a four and eight team could turn six and six right quick. Yeah, and then, um, and then you're like, oh, it's other teams' field goals, so maybe they're not that bad. But I don't know, dude. The beginning of the game, Eli was just forcing throws to Odell. Oh, yeah. Into triple coverage. I, I said this, and it's, it's one of those times where I'm half joking. I'm not going to have a firm stance on it, but I also think that maybe it's true. But I really don't, actually. But uh, like, like we said last week, there was times when they were just yelling at Eli, throw it to Odell. And I think, I think he had like six passes in the first half. He just fucking just whipped it at Odell. Like yeah. not in the right stride. Not He wasn't open. But here you go, Odell. Go catch it. Oh, I'll throw it at Odell. Yeah, he's lashing out. Yeah, man, Odell has a thousand yards receiving on the season. Saquon is just under a thousand, so it's <laughs> this this season is going to be uh, you know, when you're five years ahead looking back on Pro Football Reference, it'll be like, so wait, Eli threw for forty five hundred yards, and you know Saquon went for fifteen hundred, Odell went for fifteen hundred. Like, what actually happened with this team? Um. So yeah, and you'll t- and you're saying they'll just make the playoffs. Yeah, seven and nine. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's tough. Um, they're gonna yeah, win the I, wild card game too. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, just bet on that with your local bookie. Tell them <laughs> the Giants will make <laughs> the playoffs and win their wild card game. Yeah. Um, probably beat Atlanta. Probably. Well, Atlanta's not getting in the playoffs, but no. But that's who I picture the Giants playing in the first round, always. Okay, so now it's just a whole—it's a whole <laughs> different world. You're just inside my head. That's all. Okay. Um. Yeah, our our Jets continue to lose. Our our Jets buddy Ed was pretty happy about that because they're they're fully in picks mode. Um. Yeah, I would. We'll do a quick college basketball hit. Um, UConn played a fun game against the Arizona Wildcats. Um, 
It was fun they, until the end. Yeah, they ended up losing. They had one bad foul. Guy fouled a three-point shooter on a, a possession where they played really good defense. It was super, super deep. That, um, the ending to the UConn-Arizona game was exactly why the thing casual basketball fans like complain about. <clears throat> or like if I have... Um, like my mom sits down and watches a game. She'd be like, "What's this? I just the last thirty seconds. We're just going to shoot foul throw, free throws and free throws and free throws. Why don't they just play?" Yeah. And um, I mean that is basketball. So anyone that watches basketball all the time is used to that and knows the strategy of it and all that shit. But it is kind of just like, come on. Yeah, a little bit. And and UConn missed one free throw, which would have gave them a, a shot to tie it at the end, which would have kept a little more excitement going and kept a little more pressure. Um, but it was a fun game. And, Jimmy, more importantly, these are two unranked teams. The women Huskies beat number one Notre Dame. It was number one versus Notre t- number two Notre Dame at Notre Dame. Um, and, and the UConn, UConn women looked good. They kind of trounced them. Um, so that was pretty cool. Um, cool. One of the Notre Dame star player didn't shake Geno's hand after the game, Jim. Ooh, why not? Uh, yeah. I, she was just like an angry, angry person and didn't want to do it and bad sportsmanship because yeah. um, they got beat at home. Um, and then, yeah, you're right. I mean, this real story is the uh, the CCSU basketball team coming down with the flu. Unfortunate. Led. So you still. So the <laughs> this is what gets me about this. The way the way you delivered this story was that the team gets the flu. Yeah. But the walk-ons didn't get it, <laughs> and the equipment manager. So only the good players on the team. Well, got it the spread flu. at a party. It spread at right. a party. They, so it was only where the good players were. So the walk-ons and the equipment managers lose to 13th-ranked Virginia Tech, and we're at Virginia Tech, Jim. So if this game's at CCSU, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked to see the score reversed. Um, it also, I mean, if they had their top guys playing right because you see them you see virginia tech beat ccsu 94 to 40 and you're like oh shit that's embarrassing i dig a little deeper guys the whole team had the flu besides the walk-ons and the equipment manager which suited up and it looked like you know it's just a mess really good break by the walk-ons not being invited to that party with the, the with the scholarship players well they're never invited um well you gotta you gotta hold up your minutes at the door. Like if you don't play at least five minutes, every I see game, you holding something up. What 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 are you holding your minutes up on? Printed out stat sheets. Just printed out. Stat sheets. How many minutes you averaging? One. Just hu- You're not a- invited to this flu party. Get out. That's of here. how long you get to come to the party. <laughs> that's a good. Idea. That's fun. At the end, it's just the star player alone. It's like fuck, man. Damn, we got to stop doing these. Coach, pull me earlier to the next game. <laughs> okay. Um, Let's move on yeah. to the national stories. Yeah, we could do that. All right, covering your national beat. Jake. Story. Big weekend in college football. It's championship week, baby. Ohio State beats Northwestern. We got Bama, Georgia, Georgia, Jesus. They've led Bama the past two games, 119 out of 120 minutes, and they've lost both games. Georgia had a real bad fake punt at the end of it. Really good backup quarterback, sir. Jalen Hurts stays. Bama wins. They are the one seed. Bama, Clemson, Notre Dame, and Oklahoma. Uh, yeah, Jim, Ohio State's mad. Nobody cares. They're becoming one of the worst fan bases in sports. Uh, your UCF had a really nice comeback, too. They still get no love because they don't play anyone. In the National Football League, your Packers fire head coach Mike McCarthy. And before that, coming into the weekend, big fantasy football news for a lot of people. Chiefs drop Kareem Hunt because he beats a woman. You can't do that anymore, Jim. Um... Yeah, the tapes came out. Always a bad time. Um, Chiefs beat the Raiders in a close one. I was hoping the Raiders would win could I, so I could go on my spiel about Kansas City not being that good. And you put this on there. Buck Showalter talking about a DH in both leagues. But you lose the DH when the starting pitcher comes out. Buck Showalter killing two birds while he gets stoned. And that's the news. 
Yeah, maybe that Buck Showalter thing can go on another day. But I, I think it's interesting. Maybe we should talk about talking Yanks. Um, Bama, Georgia, man. Good game. Feel bad for Georgia, but but Bama's going to do what Bama does. Bring in your backup yeah. and win. You got Bama'd. Kinda your cool. backup that it's already won a national title. Did you hear Saban's quote at the end? Um, I think I saw you quote it, but I'm blanking on it right now. Uh, we didn't play great, but we won the SEC today, and we're so happy about that. We didn't play great, but we won the SEC today. <laughs> Amen. Dude. I, he doesn't mean it. I mean, he, maybe he means it as a, a shot at Georgia, but or a shot at just the old SEC. Like, yeah, we didn't have a good game, but we won our conference championship. Yeah. We had a like miraculous comeback with our second string quarterback. But yeah, not not our best effort today. Which whatever. You, he could be right, but it's still a hilarious thing to say it's after the game. Classic coach line, yeah. Got it got it. It's never enough, Jim. Oh, Northwestern gave Ohio State a game at the end. Yeah, the uh the the fighting scholars at Northwestern, they made it a game. Um Ohio State's just not that good. It's it's a really funny thing that and and so here's the conversation. Like Ohio State essentially has the same resume as Oklahoma. Oklahoma gets in. They actually had Georgia ranked above Ohio State in the final rankings. Now that would have been a lot of fun if Oklahoma had lost and Georgia got in after losing to Bama. Then Ohio State would have been freaking out. Now that would have been some good anarchy. Um, but yeah, and then people are mad at Notre Dame because nobody played Notre Dame, and it's like. Okay, so Notre Dame gets an easy target on their back. I mean, they're somewhat like the Yankees of college football, if we want to go there. Um, but think about it like this. Like, okay, you, you go to any college across the country. You go to Oregon State. You go to Pitt. You go to Minnesota. You go anywhere. If you're in one of the main conferences and your team went undefeated, do you think your team should go to the college football playoff? Because you're going to say yes. Gonna so, say like, be okay with Notre Dame. Um, maybe, maybe they'll give someone a game. Um, I mean, looking like it's going to be Clemson-Bama again, but uh, that's that's college foosball, Jim. Kareem Hunt gone. Like McCarthy gone. Kareem yeah. Hunt video. Did you watch the video? I did. I did. It's, um, it was like you can't say this, but it wasn't that bad. I mean, but we're comparing it to Ray Rice and shit. Ray right. Rice video was fucking awful. Well, like, no, terrible. it is. I, th- I think the thing about the Kareem Hunt video that people need to know, and I think there's still going to be more that comes out about it, is that it's like, it's a two-way altercation. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, yeah. like well, Ray Rice is just assaulting and beating a woman in that video. Kareem Hunt, like, people are in his face talking shit to him, blah, 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 whatever's going on. There's no audio. You just see the video. Um, but it, I mean, it looks like he's provoked to a degree, but you still can't do anything like that. And I guess he did. He lied to the Chiefs. I think about that's, everything that's that why happened. they dropped him right away. They're like, yeah. whatever. We don't. But uh, I mean, he pushes her away as she's charging him. Right. That should be allowed. Like, don't hurt someone. But you should, should be allowed to push people away. The kick is kind of more of a funny kick than like he hurt her kick. But whatever. I mean, I'm not trying to like. It's bad luck. I oh, yeah. didn't think it was. People are like, oh, shit, the video's out. Oh, you're not going to want to watch that. And I was like, oh, that's... She was kind of like, you know, running up and jawing in his face. You're allowed it's, to push someone away that's doing that. Yeah, it's a classic... Um, I I guess... I don't know. It's the line you hear when you're like middle school, high school, and you're like, that's BS. But for these guys, it's not. But like, you just can't put yourself in that situation at all. Like no, if no, you're, no, you can't, you can't. If you're a pro athlete, like, you literally just have to, like, dive into a room and lock the door because there's literally no good that come from it. Mm-hmm. Like, even if she was just wailing on him and then he gives her one push, he pushed her, and that's the video that's out there. But um, she should, I mean, He should have let her take a swing like I used to do. Right. You're mad right. at me because I cut you in line for the bar? Fine, you get one punch. One punch. And then that girl um, in Marist rocked me in the face, and that's the last time I ever did that. That's incredible. Gee, um, that's it's probably the hardest I've ever been punched in the face. Yeah. A girl at Marist College who I cut in line for the bar, and she was mad at me about that. And I said, I, I'm sorry. How Do you want to punch me in the face? 
and she said, everyone back up. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. And, you, then, uh, and then she crow hopped into it. No other girl had ever done that before. They just kind of like, ah, ha, ha, that's a funny. Yeah, we're good. Ha, ha. Little, little like, you know, 50% she, tap. She'd been waiting for this. Yeah. She rocked me in the face. She was geared up for that. I mean, I, I took it well. I was like, okay, good. Now we're even. And then the next morning, I was like, never doing that again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got punched in the face. Um. Yeah, my Broncos won. No that one was, cares. That was nice. Oh, come on, they're fighting for a playoff spot. So are the Giants. Jim, the, the only the only other game that jumps out to me a jump to conclusion map. Um, <laughs> did you see the Jacksonville Indy final? I saw the, the final play when they they ruled him out of bounds, or they ruled him inbounds, but he was out of bounds. Your final score, Jacksonville 6, Indy 0. Jesus. Did they play in <laughs> London or something? That sucks. No. Close, Jacksonville. But um, that's brutal. And, I mean, I watched that game side-by-side side with that, uh, that Rams-Chiefs game that everyone loved. <laughs> like, what are we doing here? Um, what, uh, did, did you talk to brother-in-law Brett at all about McCarthy being fired? No, I haven't. You should ask him okay. what his opinion is. And what breaking news this morning, uh, Bulls coach Fred Hoiberg gets fired, Jim. It's fired week. Right before Christmas. Just came across my done. phone. And so this is Christmas. Into All right. We done with sports? We get it all out? I think so. I mean, yeah, our our Knicks haven't lost three in a row, like you said. They they won their last game in overtime over the Bucks. Um, oh, really? Yeah. I thought they lost to the Bucks. No, bro. Los Knicks. Hmm. Which then brings up the whole anger. Uh, your boy Frank is starting to really get pooped on. Uh, exciting time in Knicks land. We we got a new new episode of Talking Knicks drop today. We t- talked about some of the big topics. It was it was pretty good. How what what needs to happen for you guys to be out on the Knicks, out on Frank? Because like I said, Nothing, everywhere man. else I feel like they're out on Frank, and you guys are the only people that still are saying go Frank go. Well, it's I mean it depends the scope you look look at it through. I mean Frank Frank is still this is his second season in the league, but I think he's the 18th youngest player in the league, something like that. So he is really young. Uh, I have a question about that, and this is an sure. uh, honest question, genuine. How many? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many NBA, like one and twos on the court, like the the best player on the team or the second best player on the team? It took like three years for them in the NBA to get there. Because so that's from an outsider's perspective, I feel like the studs in the N- NBA just come in, and they're studs in the NBA. Well, the team the Knicks just played, Giannis. When Giannis just came over, I mean, he was a lanky Greek guy that in his first year, I think he averaged five points a game or something like that. So there are guys that take that path. You're right. It is less common. Um, Here's the deal. I mean, Frank, everyone's written off, I mean, the idea of him being, uh, you know, 25 points, 10 assists, that kind of point guard. That's that's what everyone looked for. I think the biggest thing for him is can he be can he be a really good glue guy? Can he be an all NBA defensive player? And I think you could still check that box that he has that potential. So then if if you're willing to say that, now are you saying that this twenty year old guy can he develop anything in his offensive game, whether it's be a shooter or be a driver or be a passer or something like that. And, yeah, there's still hope for that. My dream for him, Jim, is that he can still be basically the Warriors equivalent to Draymond Green, but as a guard. If you leave him open, he can make a shot, he can pass really well, and he's going to guard your best wing defender instead of Draymond guarding your best big defender. But Um, he doesn't have the tenacity that Draymond has. He does, but it comes out really weird. Like, I, I don't know enough about Frank's personality. Um, and we'll see in time, but the, the big debate that we had on uh, talking Knicks that I think is going to be a fun one through Nick Nation is, who would you rather have, Alonzo Trier or Frank Nilakina, who, you know, Trier's this undrafted rookie that's come in and he's been lighting it up, really efficient for a rookie. He's he's looking like he's going to he's gonna be in this league for a long time. Frank, there's still a chance that, like, 
you could just be bad, dude, and you could be gone. Um, so, yeah, we had a good discussion about that. Um, and, yeah, the other thing, I mean, the Knicks won this OT game, so people are getting, you know, oh, the Knicks win again, there goes a draft pick, blah, blah, blah. So, uh, But there there were some cool moments. I mean, they pissed off Giannis. Giannis, they still won the game. And a lot of the young guys were out there, but not yeah, Hazonia stepping over Giannis. I get it. If you're a Knicks fan, you like it, but anyone on the outside, you can't do that. You just that was his only basket of the game. You look like yeah, th- exactly, dude. And then you have Cantor, who's a known. What's even the term for it? Like taking shots at LeBron, then trying to recruit LeBron the next day, just like it, like a yeah, dumb troll. He's like a millennial. Millennial troll. Generation Z troll. No, I don't even... I don't think it's a millennial. You just use millennial whenever you want to insult someone. Yeah, because that's how it's been used for the past five years. So I'm I'm going to keep it going. But that's but it's in the sense of, like, entitlement. I don't think he's entitled. I think he's just... Like, he, he all bark, no bite. Like, he just shit talks for no reason and can't back right, it up. Right, but he thinks, he thinks that's real life. He's a big WWE guy. Yeah, I don't and like that's yeah. how he that's how he operates. But that I watched the highlight and it's like Hazonia stepping over Giannis and then Hazonia and Cantor like getting the crowd going. And it, and it felt just so embarrassing. Well, know what it was? It was Hazonia doing his thing. And you're like, hey, good for you, man. If you want to piss that guy off, knock yourself out. And the garden started going. And then when the garden started going, Cantor saw it. And he was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like he, he didn't even know what he was cheering for at that point. He was just cheering for cheers. Yeah, true. Yeah. I was embarrassed for like Hazonia and the whole situation. I was like, oh. But they got this. that dub, Jim. Yeah. I mean, hey, sometimes that shit works. Like Cora for the Red Sox would say just that most outrageous dumb things like when he talks shit to Savvy and stuff and it's like that doesn't even make sense core what are you talking about but it did ignite his players and his fan base and they ate it up so sometimes that embarrassing cringy shit works worked all depends on your audience talk about this show Walter DH thing another time yeah calling it yeah I think that's interesting I will talk about on a slow sports day yeah first I've heard about it but I'm into it uh halftime it's a lot of sports. We're like 40 the minutes whistle? deep. The whistle? I did the whistle. We got, nice. Now we got two whistles. I didn't hear the first whistle at all. You're talking through it. Nice. Um, That's the goal. Dude, the, the, what the audience didn't see, because they don't see anything, right. they're just listening, is that as Frankie Valley was playing, I got kicked out of our chat. Yeah, you froze. Yeah. Well, no, it booted me out. It logged me out of all my Gmails. And I had to oh, wow. sign back in and then re-enter the chat with you as the 30-second song was playing. Just in time for me to go, what's up, everybody? <laughs> nice. So I got I got through that. I'm yeah, st- was, uh, also, I'm starving right now. Yeah. I Hey, I, I got to eat my egg fritter thing, even though I broke the diet that I didn't really agree to. Or no, I didn't even break the diet. Ah, not talking about that. Not talking about the intermittent fasting. Yeah. What's your usual breakfast? Uh, usually eggs. U- usually, you know, Fuck. like a I can make like a mini omelet out of it. You could scramble them. Usually eggs and a meat. God, did it again, motherfucker. It logged me straight out. Did it again. Did it again. Gmail does this thing where every now and then they re they redo something and then you're not allowed to be logged into two Gmails at once and it just signs you out of all your others. It's really obnoxious since I have like seven Gmail emails that I have different things on each for gmail emails gmail emails so you you're a you're a eggs and meat eggs and meat breakfast guy nice that's nice you don't eat breakfast i have a smoothie right like which is eat a lot of banana a lot of banana oh yeah no i'm i'm proud of you there was there was a while when you weren't considering that breakfast and i was like dude that's a good breakfast yeah well i used to not eat breakfast at all i just wouldn't eat till like one Right. Well, I don't eat till 11 now, so, because we do the radio show. I don't eat a lot during the day, and then at night, I just eat whatever I can find. Yeah, I'm on I'm on the opposite. Like, I got to fuel up in the morning, but then I'd, I'd rather be done at 5, 5.30 and, and call it. Yeah, but I'm up till midnight every night. I feel like different time zones, you don't have to be up as late. Kind of. All right. 
Monday, we like to tune in with our audience, see how the weekends went, talk about our weekends, because there's so much sports that, uh, you know, a little bit of weekends. Jake, I had a really good weekend. Working on the weekend. Tell me about it. I had a, it was a delight of a weekend. Saturday, woke up. Does Friday even count? Friday night, I cleaned the entire house uh, and my office and went grocery shopping to make Katie happy. I mean, it helps nice. out, but I don't care about being clean. But I know, sure. like, I like it when it's clean, but not enough to be like, oh, I, I, I don't dislike it when it's untidy. But, right. But Katie worked all day. She came home to a clean house, so she was ecstatic. So that was right. that was fun. Uh, her being happy equals me being happy. I like when she's happy. So there you go. Cleaning works. Uh, I but we went and bought a Christmas tree because Katie's never done an East Coast Christmas. Right. CC said on uh, CC Sabathia said on his most recent episode of R2C2, he said, oh, man, like I didn't even do I didn't even I didn't even know Christmas until I moved to New York. Yeah. It's like and I agree. But I usually you hear people from the East Coast leave the East Coast and kind of shit on how Christmas feels other places. And then you kind of sound like a bad guy. So it was interesting to hear someone from California say Dude, like I thought I celebrated Christmas and then I moved to New York and I realized I wasn't celebrating Christmas at all. East Coast yeah. does Christmas way more intense than anywhere else. So we went and cut down our own tree, which Katie had never done before, <clears throat> which I like doing. The tree farm, though, not a lot of options. Good hot yeah. chocolate. Good hot chocolate well, what was that about? Uh, well, actually, a lot of the farms didn't last through the... Uh, recession and they weren't able to plant trees eight or nine years ago which is how long it takes for them to become the stage you want right so they have like the next decade already planted i was trying to figure out if you own a huge plot of land why would you why would you have a christmas tree farm on it spreading joy for all to hear it's got to be some tax benefits or something but we cut down the tree put up the tree that was nice then i did oh we went to this cool allentown new jersey if anyone listens from allentown new jersey real small town that used to just work off a mill I was reading the history of this town jake there was like a, a a pond and someone in 1706 saw that pond and was like i'm gonna use that to turn wheat into flour like how and they just made it the drippings of the water spin a wheel and then that milled Crazy the old people used to look at a body of water and just see energy, and now we don't yeah. We do not do that at all. Power. Then I went to, you know, love this. I went to a meeting in the library all on the history of Lavalette, New Jersey. I had to be the youngest person in there by 25 years. Oh, yeah, I was going to hope so. I went with my grandma and my dad. That's my nice. My grandma lived in town from the 60s. But I got to tell you, there's something so cool they would show a picture of like this old diner in town. It was called the Cozy sure. Corner. And they show a picture of 1950s soda jerk. And he's pouring soda and he's in his little, you know, classic 1950s hat situation. Right. And the whole crowd just went, Oh, that's Johnny Mara. They all knew everyone. It's a town of yeah. town of three thousand in the winter, thirty thousand in the summer. But it was it was like my goal is to become in that old community. Like I thought I knew this town. I was like, I don't know anyone. It was like a John classic Mara. scene of a small town and all the seniors right. just remember everyone. Like they showed a picture of a fisherman and they're like, oh, there's Mark. And then she showed a picture of this island and two old men were like, that was Hank's Island. And, she, and the lady was like, who? He was a hermit. He built a house on that high island. He never left. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm team Hank there. Yeah, I got a kick out of I got a kick out of the crowd more than the history, but I like both. And then I put lights on the house, decorated the tree, and Sunday I watched football and worked. I was making gifts of the Yukon game and the Giants game at the same time. That was fun. Yeah, you had the whole setup going. Live GIF in two games at once. It was kind of crazy. I like when I put my brain on a hamster wheel like that and give it way too much to do. You're gifing it hell out there. Ooh. Like that. And last night we recorded some shows. I edited, went to sleep at one. I had a good nice. weekend because the work stuff is fun work stuff. 
What's your weekend? Prou- proud of you. Uh, Friday night, I went. I went to some cool kids concert. Uh, the artist known as Troy Boy. Troy Boy. Troy Boy. He does like womp womp music. Um, I don't know. I think me and the lady go to go to like one of these shows. I'd say every month and a half, just just to prove we could still do it with the kids. Here's his um, most popular song on Sp- Spotify for everyone. That's curious what Troy Boy sounds like. My boy, my boy, my boy. Don't love me. So wait for the drop. Wait for the drop. Watch, it gets funky quick. My boy, my boy, my boy. Yep, let it build up. Tell him Troy, handsome black uh, English guy. Oh, yeah. Do I? You want me to keep going? You don't have. Was to. that the drop? Yeah. I I respectfully. Yeah. Don't like that music. Oh yeah. Um, that honestly sounds like a seizure to me, and I know yeah, I'm like old it, man, but just like it, no, it's more that? of a scene. And I I mean I I was happy. We um I one one of our good friends is really into it, so we we usually go with her again every month and a half or so. Um, but it was walking distance to the apartment. Um, and I was stoked because there was like a packed area, like you could go in and you know sweat and grind up on people. We were kind, we were outside of that, and I found a good pole that was like holding up the the venue. And so we were just, I I was hanging by the pole, so just like leaning on it. It was, it was like relaxing. That was like my chair. <laughs> um. But yeah, that was all right. And then, uh, you know, you wake up Saturday. You're you're pretty gassed. Um, man, Saturday went off the wires pretty quickly. Um, but it ended up kind of being delightful. It was, it was one of those couple bonding days. So we 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 bring our our dog hashtag Noodle the Doodle to go get groomed. And uh, it's a whole thing, like golden doodles. They got very specific for blah 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 hair. Um, and if they get knotted, you've got to like shave them. So we, we bring them to the groomer and normally like they say, it's normally like hour, hour and a half. So we bring them to the groomer. It's two. We have a lazy morning, bring them to the groomer at two. So we bring them there. It's, it's on another side of town. And, uh, the, the lady there's like, oh, it's, it's probably going to be like two and a half hours. So me and the girl look at each other like, oh, okay. Um, you know, what? we'll, we'll explore this other side of town. So we, we, we have a nice time. We get a coffee. We grab some lunch. Uh, there was like a, a bookstore place. We looked at that. Um, there was, there was a, cloth- a ladies clothing store. We, she checked that out. But, you know, we're, we're kind of hitting the point in the where this probably gets us an hour and a half. So like we drive through a neighborhood. We look at some of the houses. We get the car washed. So it's like it's two hours and like 15. We're like, you know what? Let's go. Let's poke our head in the groomers. We're we're kind of spent. And uh, we go in there. Lady's got this horrified look on her face. She's like, I bathed the dog and we used some conditioner and he started nodding up. So I've been wrestling him. She's like very flustered, like to the point that we can't be mad. She's so flustered. And we're like, oh, it's it's OK. Like, do whatever you got to do, I guess. She played you. Um, and uh, she's like, yeah, it's probably going to be another hour and a half, two hours. And we're like, what? <laughs> so at this point, and it's tough because it's, it's probably 20, 20 minutes across town from where we live. So it's one of those like dreadful, okay, are we going to drive home, like breathe for 45 minutes and then have to drive back? Because like that's more miserable. So we're like, all right, you know what? We'll, we'll go check out another part of town. So we went to... Sloan's Lake area. Uh, the girl hadn't really been over there before. But then it kind of hit the point where we're so shot, like we don't want to do anything. So we just set up at a bar, watched the end of Alabama, Georgia, which was good for me. But we hit that point where you just start getting loopy. Like, it's like, how how is this part? How are we on hour four and a half of our dog getting groomed? Like, this was just supposed to just be a part of our day. Um so we're getting silly. We grabbed a beer or two. We're starting to laugh at ourselves and make fun of other people. So then we finally get the dog. They ended up having to, like, shave him pretty much. So it's like, okay, so what did we really do here? Like, should should we be mad at you guys? And it's like, no, we're already too loopy. Um, 
So then we came back and we were going to do all the Christmas stuff. And then we were like, you know what? This day's already pretty shot. Like we we left our house at 1:30 to get our dog groomed and now we're back home at 7:30. <laughs> like what happened? Um but you know what? We were it turned into one of those like everything is lost, but like screw it. So we ju- we started tidying up the apartment and we'll be like, "You know what? We'll wake up tomorrow, we'll do all the Christmas stuff, we'll be happy the apartment's clean." And then we cleaned the apartment and we're like, "You know what? Uh, we, this kind of went well. Let's let's go for it." So then got the tree, fake tree. We're a fake tree crew. We're in an apartment here. Um, but yeah, we, we I set that up and then we got some of the Christmas stuff out. We got the Christmas music going and then yeah, so I mean we're pretty loopy by by ten ten thirty, but we got everything set up. What's your favorite um, Christmas song? I'm not good at that, man. I don't know what I like in this world, but okay. um, I uh, I like singing a lot of them. Um, and then yeah, yesterday was uh, oh, we rearranged our storage unit. I got trapped. I got trapped this whole weekend into doing things I didn't like. But I was doing it with uh, with the girl I love. So nice. What kind yeah. of ornaments you got on your tree? Um, we got like a batch that came with, um, like the the tree unit. Uh, so we got some snowflakes on there. Very, very silver and gold right now. We're gonna start adding some of our own personal ones. I got one frog ornament ornament up there. Probably bring in some sports type stuff. We might get like a, a one of the dog done up. It's about that time. Yeah, we have uh, just like a starter kit, but I don't like I don't like it. But oh, you, I know that's your nightmare. You, that's I got nervous talking about. Yeah, because I thought you but, were going to chew. But me you up. can't force all the personalized ones. Like I love my my mom family Christmas tree because every ornament's basically a memory. Like it's basically a time right. capsule. Like oh, this is from this. This is from this. But you can't force that. But I went. I got, since it was the first time Katie and I cut a Christmas tree down, I went to CBS while she was at work, and I printed out pictures of us in the tree into sure. ornaments, and I hung them up there. Uh, so now it's treeception. There's a picture of the tree on the tree. Whoa. In 10 years, it'll be a different tree. But maybe we'll do one every year. Maybe. Yeah. But, yeah, we have the starter kit right now. I don't like it. Yeah. I, I like eclectic, like, tons of different lights, tons of different shit. My least favorite phase was in the 2000s when everyone started doing those icicles on their houses, those white icicles that just drip down. Oh, yeah. Those were stupid. Like the least festive thing. Are you a white lights guy or colored lights? Outside on the house? You tell me. I'm colored lights all the time. That's what I'm saying. I don't like the boring. On the tree? Yeah, I'd rather colored lights. Okay. We have one color right now because Katie bought the box. Okay. Yeah, I I think I'm more of a traditional. I keep it keep it keep it white. How do you say that? White lights. I used to work in electrical supplies. How do I not? I know never that? seen like white lights. Like you just mean regular lights? Yeah. Like a light bulb light. Yeah. I like the colored ones. All right. All right. So, do you see these people's weekends real quick? Yeah, let's hit them. My loser, and she was the first one to respond, was Audra. Audra. Sure. Audra on Saturday spent six hours putting up Christmas lights and inflatables outside, only to find out that not one, but all of the outlets stopped working, which I think means the power was out. Yeah, or maybe it was just the outside outlets needed to be reset or something. Classic trap. You always got to test the lights first. I, I know you're saying that like that turns out being a fully bad time, but at that point, you've got everything set up. You just got to find a hole. Yeah. You know, but. You add that to her Sunday, and she went grocery shopping and spent 40 minutes online. Then the store's server went down as soon as she got up there with her card. She couldn't. Yeah. That's now it's happened twice. That's when you just say, okay, everything in the cart is now mine. Man, I used to, I used to make <laughs> just leave. Yeah. Yeah, I did my job. Throw some rolls of toilet paper on top of everything, put a receipt Here, in your hand, an old receipt, and walk out the door. Here's 20 bucks. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. That happened, the toilet paper trick happened when I worked at Safeway in California. My manager's, code 99, code 99, code 99, guard the doors. Everyone's, there was like their fucking Armageddon. They're so jazzed up. 
You didn't really explain that well. What was happening? <laughs> the dude had a cart full of stuff. He put paper towels on top of it and then held a receipt in his hand and tried to walk out the door. Okay. And they, they saw him. Yeah. Code 99, code 99, code 99 over the loudspeaker. Yeah, we got that. <laughs> like, they like ran to the doors and then they stopped him. The guy was like, ah, you got me. Then he went to like jail. He got arrested. Yeah. Probably fine and out. Theft. Jordan Gag, who just won, he just the won the uh, John Boy and Jake radio shit. He finished driving to OKC, went sure. to the horse races, won a little, lost a little. I mean, it means he lost yeah. a little. That means he lost. It means you lost. And then Saturday, killed some time at an outlet mall before he attended a wedding, and Sunday, 12-hour drive back to Wisconsin. Oh. This falls in the middle for me. It all depends. There's like... Because the, if the horse track and the wedding was fun, then the driving's worthwhile. But I think this is in the middle for me. The drive there was fun. The drive back was not fun. Yeah. yeah. 12, 12 hours is tough. Wisconsin to OKC, huh? Mm-hmm. Good for you, Jordan. Yeah. Straight down the Mississippi, kind of. Do you like the horse tracks? I feel like those were popular in Cali. Oakland... Horse Track does dollar day Sundays, dollar bets, dollar beers, dollar hot dogs. Right. That's pretty fun time. That's not bad. So, yeah, OKC, you're driving Oklahoma, Kansas, a little Missouri, Iowa to Wisconsin. Yeah, that's um, that, that's a drive. I'm a big jockey guy. I bet on the jockey, not the horse. Okay. Which won me one one time. The same jockey had won the first two races. So I was like, he must be the best jockey. He must get the best horse. So I just bet him for the third race, and he won. I was like, okay. That was easy. I'm the richest person in the world. When you're hot, you're hot. And then I didn't bet anymore because I don't have that itch. And I was like, I already, I'm up. So I'll just walk away up. Right. Elaine started good with two parties yesterday, then got home to the news that my car's power steering rack needs to be replaced, and our electric wires in the house need to be replaced after we saw wires smoking while trying to put up our outdoor decorations. It's a bad time. House repairs and the car repairs and all that just ruined my whole entire brain. Yeah. No, w- yeah. <laughs> wires smoking are a bad time. What about Sam's? Magic Sam. He had a good weekend. I'm a magic Sam. Watched so much college football Sunday. Jeez, he uh, he watched grown losers and then binge watch binge watch the blind taste tests, which are uh, some old you and me videos, mm-hmm. web series uh, that we appropriately titled "Grown Losers." He asked me in the uh, "Grown Losers" if the talent show, if I was punching myself in the dick or if I was beaten off. Hmm. I was punching myself. Yeah, how would you have been beaten off? You were outside of your pants. I don't know. I didn't get it either. Okay. Then he binge-watched Blind Taste Test. You know how many Blind Taste Tests I have on YouTube? I think it's 55. Yeah, you went You went for a while there. Well, we would get like a couple thousand views from strangers. And it was every Monday we did it posted a Blind Taste Test. Not bad. Not bad. I like Jordan's weekend. I think he wins best weekend for me. If Audrey won worst for me, Jordan wins best. Tree lighting and local shopping area with wife and daughter. Nice. Breakfast with Santa with the wife, daughter, parents, sister-in-law, nephews. So like a family breakfast with Santa. But the kids make that fun because, you know, you see your kids happy. and then you're Oh, they're happy. having a blast. Yeah. Cut down our tree, put the lights on. Sunday, food shopping, finish decorating the tree, watch Christmas movies and some sports. That's, I mean, that is only where I hope my life takes me in about five years. Yeah. So I'm, I'm giving Jordan best weekend and Audrey worst weekend. Do you have awards or are you just going to just let your commentary? Two Jordans. Um, I'm, I'm going to, yeah, I think we can, I can strongly give Audra the worst weekend. Um, you, you know what, man? I'll I'll give you the best weekend just because you're 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 grinning grinning from nose to ears. I did have a good weekend. There you go. I'm I'm happy. You're happy. Learned about what pound fishing is. Mm. It's illegal now. 
Why is it illegal now? Basically, you know, like if you go to the pound, it's a basically like a squared off section of dogs, like in a cage, a okay. bunch of dogs in a cage. So pound fishing, they would go out and they'd set up these huge nets, like a like a square. And then any fish that came in got caught in the nets and they'd lift up the nets and they're it's like how like shrimp fishing from Forrest Gump, but with big right. fish and they'd lift up the nets. And this was done in Lavalette. And they had these huge boats with really big bellies, and they just throw the fish in the bellies, and they'd sort them out. They'd bring them to the beach, and all the women would be there, and they would buy it for real cheap. They'd take care of the locals, like five cents for a bucket of fish. And then they'd ship them to Philadelphia, New York, and Philadelphia, New York would have fresh fish in, uh, in, within the day. It's called, it was called pound fishing. Pound fishing. It like, doesn't seem like there's, there's not the, you know, the... Um, push and pull cat and mouse of fishing right just trapping a bunch of fish and then killing them maybe yeah That's were they killing like too many fish at once what yeah i think it was too happened? easy i think the fishing game people and the PETA people or whatever were like this is too easy you can't can't do this pretty funny pretty funny normally the goal is too easy yeah, I know. Well, except fly fishermen. Let's make this shit hard. Oh, yeah. Let's get away from people. Exactly. Like, you go to, like, oh, I want to go, I'm going to go fly fishing. And someone says, oh, want company? No. No. The exact reason I go fly fishing is to get away from company. Each each fly fisherman has, like, one slot for someone they're willing to fly fish with. And, and the requirements it. are, you know how to fly fish. And you don't talk while you fly you fish. Don't you haven't used words in the past five years? Yeah, a river runs through it. It's a good movie about fly fishermen. Nice. Brad Pitt did the movie, and I used to fall asleep to the opening narration all the time. But Brad Pitt did the movie, and then like in his press release afterwards, he's like, "I don't really know what that movie was about." <laughs> <laughs> it's a good line. It's pretty good. It's like, oh, you were really good in it, Brad. Thanks. That ends the show, Jake. Frankie Valley, take it. us out. What are you watching tonight, man? I thought I thought there's rules here. Oh yeah, my I got kicked out of the, the the Google Doc again. What am I watching tonight? Well, I don't even know. What's the what's the Thursday night? What's the Monday night football game? Well, the Thursday night football game. <laughs> um who's playing tonight? Are they doing Yeah, uh it's Washington Philly. Uh so Jim, you're you're NFC East. So you think I think you need Philly to win for your uh your Giants have a better chance. Washington six and five. Philly five and six. Um, yeah, there's that on. I I I I think my Knicks are playing. Yeah, they're playing the Wizards. Uh, yeah, the Lizards. Um, so yeah, pro- probably watch some Deportes. Three hockey games. Is there any Fuck. no men's basketball? Uh, UConn no. No, they're uh, they're take, taking some time off. Not sure about your CCSU Brew Devils either. They're not playing, but two ranked schools, Iowa versus Michigan State. Okay, a little Big Ten basketball. No, uh, hey, Mitch, no, no beer in heaven. My do- Mitch, uh, Mitch sexted me this weekend. How oh. about that? Oh, speaking of Mitch, we do have. Let's end the show with a our T-quad? Twitter, or T quad. And should we just do a Mitch question since we're talking about yeah. Mitch? Hit it quick. Uh, he's got two. He's got his Die Hard a Christmas movie. What's the best Christmas movie? I kind of I asked you song. Uh, Die Hard. Listen, I, I was Die Hard isn't a Christmas movie. But then I was talking yeah. about on Six Pack Cinema, my movie podcast with one of my guys. And he was we sell ugly Christmas sweaters. We sell one that says Die Hard is a Christmas movie. And we sell one that says Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. You know, you got to right. cater to all the audiences. He was trying to make preview clips for the Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. And he said it was near impossible to find a scene of Die Hard that didn't have a Christmas song in the background or Christmas decorations in the background. And he was a big it's not a Christmas movie, but that kind of swayed him. So now I got to go check the tape. Yeah, I mean, I think the fact that it's even on the fence means it's allowed, you know, I, I think if there's a debate about it, then it's allowed to be a Christmas movie. Yeah, like think the debate yeah. is if it didn't take place on Christmas Day, you could do the same exact movie, right? But then you could right. change Home Alone to Easter and do the same movie, sure. But 
But Christmas is a character in Home Alone. Like the aesthetic, they're robbing the houses because everyone goes away for Christmas and there's presents around. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't yeah. I'll say this. Mitch's other question is, is a hot dog a sandwich? Do you have any thoughts on that? It's been so played out. But no, it's not. Yeah. You, I thought you were going to go, what's best Christmas movie? Because I feel that's something you're, you feel strongly about. I did that on our episode of Six Pack Cinema that's out today. We okay. did our top five. I have one. Was, it, I have one in there that probably not in anyone, any other grown man's top five. The holiday. No, while you were sleeping with Sandra Bullock. Mm. It's the cutest movie in the world. Skew. I might be a traditional Grinch guy, man. You mean Jim Carrey Grinch? No. What Grinch? I wouldn't touch you. With a 35 and a half foot. You mean like the cartoon? The animation? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I know that's not your not your jive, but I mean, that's uh, like that's OG stuff for me. Yeah, I don't. We watch It's a Wonderful Life every Christmas Eve. Home Alone's classic. Right. All right. Um, and the hot dog. If someone says, do you want a sandwich and they hand you a hot dog, you'd be very much what? So it's not you're a no longer friends with them. Yeah. Even even the people that say, well, it is a sandwich because it's got two pieces of bread and meat inside. If you were to find them on an off day when the question wasn't on their mind and say, hey, do you want a sandwich? And then you handed them a hot dog. They'd they'd be like, what the fuck? Even though their hot dog is a sandwich guy. Technically, technically, right. technically. So it's not a sandwich. It has its own name. Are there horse socks? No. I'm going with Jake. But like probably. No, but like probably. Yeah, final answer. Thanks, Mitch. No beer in heaven for your questions. I think that about rounds out Monday show. A lot of sports. Tomorrow we'll be back with the real news and Tuesday's what's worse of the day and dead artists. But today it was mid-Atlantic artists. So Frankie Valley, take us out. Jake, any last words? Get him, Frankie. Oh,